Double digits. We're here. Wow, is this really the 10th? 10th episode, baby. We made it. We made it. Somehow we haven't been convinced otherwise. Somehow we haven't gotten discouraged. Somehow. <laughs> We're in like middle school of our podcast. Yeah. We have about 40 something more to go, but that's, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited. We, yeah. Happy to take this journey. Double digits. Woo. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Iggy Pop. Amen. Let it rock. I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Jimmy Cody. Why don't you have some fun? Fun, fun. Tommy. That's uh, a pay thing. Whoever she is, I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna hurt her. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish. <laughs> I'm always home, I'm on cool. This is a process of dehypnotization. Shut, 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 shut up! Hello again and welcome to this week's edition of the P.S. I Love Hoffman podcast, our love letter to the remarkable career of the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman. As always, I'm Brian Rodriguez. And I'm Kyle Reinfried. We're always home, we're always uncool, and we're always ready to talk great movies. And today we're talking about it. I don't a know great, if it's great, it, right? Well, it's a, it's, a t- it's a TV, it's a good TV movie. A good TV movie. If I saw yeah. this as a child on TV in 1994, is it? Yes. 1994? I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be sad. I was it. Well, yeah. Oh my but, god! But I would have bawled. Satisfied. Young Kyle would have <laughs> bawled, bawled because I, I, I almost did the other night. Yeah, no, it was emotional. I mean, I, I'm an animal lover, and woof. Yeah. Um. So the film we're talking about is the, the Yearling. Yearling, and this is a remake again, another remake. Mm-hmm. Had you seen this one? I assume not, right? No, but I totally like. I'm a guy that I've seen so many of, of like, old. Not a lot of like, uh, like. My film knowledge definitely comes from like '60s at the early. I mean, I know some Hitchcocks and stuff like that. I know obviously the classics, Citizen Kane, Casablanca, but most of my knowledge comes from like '70s. But bes- but anything besides that, any like early films, it's like early childhood films. So like this original one is in uh, what was it in the 1940s? The Disney film, yeah. Yeah, and it stars Gregory Peck. Gregory Peck. Uh, I looked that up. I hadn't seen it. I feel like you growing up as like a young white boy in America. Yeah. Like this is like the kind of movies. It's not about color, but sure. You know what I'm saying though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And to be honest with you, I don't think they make movies like this anymore for kids. No. There's a, well this this film come like I think we we might have said this before, but it's so incredibly similar to Old Yeller. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this is a book one do you know when the book was written? Ooh, turn of the century. Okay, turn of the century. And do you know if Old Yeller was a book? Old Yeller was a book too. Okay, I wonder when this book won the Pulitzer. Yeah, this did. Yeah, this is a Pulitzer winning book. And then it was turned into a movie. A movie in the 1940s, and then there was an animated version in the 80s. I didn't know that. Yeah, and then so in the 80s, I don't know exactly what year, but then not too long after, then we got a 94 TV movie. So. Cool. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm very curious as to if uh, what was written first, Old Yeller or The Yearling. And I guess I didn't look into this. There were actually this this was a movie because you know I always look for some facts, some trivia. There wasn't much information on it. The Yearling, I'm assuming, is referencing a young. Is that a name for like a young? Yeah, they animal? say no. They say it in the in the film that like oh you know he's just a yearling. Basically, he raises the deer till it becomes a, a yearling. Year. Yeah. Okay. That's what, like, a year-old deer is called, I believe. Oh, it goes from a fawn to a yearling? Yeah, I believe. Okay. Uh, that's think, what the film yeah. would have I'm not a woodsman. I am not you're, either. You're more of a woodsman well, than Well, they're me. swampsmen. True, they're, they're bogmen. Ba- ooh, a bog. A good, a good <laughs> I don't bog. know, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, Kyle, what's the yearling about? It's Florida in the 1920s. Jody is a lone surviving child of Ezra and Ori Baxter. After having to kill a doe to use her organs to save his dad... He says he must save and keep the orphan fawn, and from there, Jody learns about responsibility and manhood. God, I love when you summarize those movies like that. It's just it's like just, poetry. It's yeah, like, right? I deserve a Pulitzer. <laughs> yes, a Pulitzer for speaking. Yeah, for well. par- paragraph Pulitzer. Yeah, uh, you, you get the a Pulitzer for the paragraph, and then you get just some, good PP. some other, I don't know what the award is for public speaking, but you get that yeah, as well. Yeah, just like the cadence <laughs> is impeccable. I'm excellent at acting and reading. That's why we get to criticize actors on here, because you, exactly. you're, you're the gold standard for acting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's basically what it's about. It's one of, and just to go over this again, it's one of those like tales that were 
pretty common as books when the book was written, and then pretty common as films when the films came out. Just like Frontier Life, even like the Davy Crockett series that got popular for totally. Disney. Well, there's even what's that one book like the Where the Red Fern Grows or something? Yeah, like yeah. That? oh yeah, like, there's that's that. A, that's a very like you know the I remember a dog even, getting even killed the Jack, by a the Jack London stuff. Yeah. Speaking of Jack London, the only way we could see this movie, we couldn't rent it or anything. There you uh, go. We bought yeah. a DVD copy yeah. on Amazon. Double feature. And double feature. And it actually the came Classic with, Adventures yes, Collection. It's called the Classic Adventures Collection, and it came with a DVD of a TV movie of Call of the Wild. So I'm assuming they were made around the same time. Yeah, probably. And there's a, in Call of the Wild, there's a dog named Buck. And we have a ah. character named Buck in The Yearling. Yes. But I feel like that's a woodsman name. There's always like a Buck in. Oh, there's always a buck in the woods. <laughs> True. It's a good point. <laughs> but not quite a yearling. No. Oh, the I'm yearling. Not a girl. Baby! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this movie, so I had to include in that synopsis, synopsis uh, that he, like, I mean, I'm not trying to cut ahead, but there's some pretty crazy stuff in this movie for, like, a PG kids movie. Yeah. Like, he, the main character, Jody has to kill a doe because he's out the like a big thing in this movie is that so they live in the swamps it's just him his mother and his father his father's actually a really decent guy but uh he, he there's a bear that like terrorizes their little yeah what's, plot what's of land. the bear's name Ooh. it's got slewfoot slewfoot S- yeah slewfoot slewfoot it's like in this world there's like animals with names and stuff but not like in the disney cutesy way it's no. just but if it was Disney, it'd be like, oh, Slewfoot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Um, oh, before we touch on that, the, the, when the credits were rolling in at the beginning, is this the first film that he's Philip Seymour Hoffman? Or has he been Philip Seymour Hoffman before? This is, d- like... Okay, so I cannot, like, recall, per se, from the credits, but, like, on, like, IMDb, this is... And definitely movie credits, this is Philip This is the one that, like, it's definitely both places, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Cool. I guess this is when he decided. He's out in the swamps yeah, he is of Florida. Now. He's filming. He's this like, is a pretty good. He does a real good character. Here. He's mo- in this movie a good amount. Yeah. Which is awesome. Um, it it's full screen. By the way, if yeah. you guys ever buy the DVD or even remember this movie, it's a TV movie. What do you expect? And it's mm-hmm. not. You know, it was not critically acclaimed to the level where they're going to remaster it in widescreen. I saw it had a ninety-seven percent Rotten Tomato score. Really? Are you sure it was that one? Yeah. Oh wow! I did. I couldn't find it on Rotten Tomatoes. Maybe I thought. I think it said on IMDb. That's cool. I mean, yeah. good for it. I thought. I there's I, probably like one review. I clicked one oh, good it's review. Possible, it's possible. <laughs> yeah, not too many people had seen this one either. We're going with that trend in the earlier films. I read one brief review, or just wrote it on the sentence from a review of uh, the uh, from a Variety magazine. The guy wrote the absence of true grit and dirt under fingernails feeling weakened believability of the drama. What a, what a come on. It's a TV movie like that's like a moment where like that's what you have to write up. Hey, it's his job. He's a it's critic. It's his job, I know. We're like the nicer He's trying to of give critics. us a variety. <laughs> wah, wah. Um I'll probably bring this up again on the podcast, but when Philip Seymour Hoffman was on um inside the actor studio. Uh-huh. You know, they always ask like what job would you want on a want not want to have mm-hmm. and he said and he laughed and he said critic <laughs> <You know? laughs> so he would probably not like it what that guy said yeah because he doesn't like the critics I, who, who does like a critic well we're kind of critics that's what I was saying we're kind of critiquing here what else are we doing sure but like in a moment I'd be like I would back down in a second <laughs> like hum, in a humble way not in like a cowardly way but I'd be like yeah you're clearly the professional we're just like <laughs> fanboys that are talking about it pretty much so, so so back to this Slewfoot, right? Yeah. The movie kind of, I mean, it opens up with, like, frontier life, and then you see mm-hmm. they go on a, um, Slewfoot, the bear, has killed one of the mother's pigs, is it? The sow. The sow, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, she's killed a pig. The mother, by the way, I, I'd seen her in other places. She's, well, you just, I saw on IMDb, you just watched it, she was in Homeward Bound. Homer, as I was just going to say. On IMDb, I meant Facebook. This is what I was just going to say. Yeah. So I was like, I noticed her face after yeah. I seen this movie. Then can... No joke, in the last three days since I've seen this movie, I've seen her in three other places. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, what the hell? I know she's in a bunch of stuff, but for some reason, Homeward so, Bound. So the other day, I decided to watch Homeward Bound. Okay. I'm a dog lover. I yeah. I wanted to see uh, 
Homeward and this Bound. is the '90s. This is the yeah. one with Michael J. Fox because this is the original where Alan that was just talking. called. That was just called the Incredible Journey. It was oh Homeward yes, Bound. that's yes. true. This is Homer Bound. The, the Incredible, Incredible Journey. Journey. Yes, um, you can listen to our Animal Podcast every Friday, <laughs> exactly. guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she's in Homeward Bound. Yeah, she's like the one they drop the dogs off at. Yeah, it does a horrible job. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like the. Oh, no, I, know, I, know, I know. I know. I know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> then randomly, I was watching Garden State. And she plays uh, oh, she... Peter Sarsgaard's mom. Oh, the one that's having sex with the Knight from Medieval Times? Yeah, and the Knight from Medieval Times, you know who that is? The star of Big Bang Theory, Jim Parsons. Hilarious! <laughs> it's awesome. a far better role than And then Big Bang randomly, Theory. I'm watching an episode of Frasier, and she guest starred in that. Hilarious. I'm like, this woman is haunting me. Yes, I yeah. watch a lot of 90s, early 2000s things, people, okay. Yeah. Criticize me for that, whatever. But I was like, wow, this woman, <laughs> I've seen her in four things. And what is her name? Did you. It is Jean Smart. Jean Smart, yes. I looked it up too, and I'm like, she oh. plays the lovely named character Ori. Ori, yeah. What she the wasn't hell that nice of a lady in this. From? Yeah. No, but she. Well, this is the whole thing. I said so. Like, my reaction was like, oh, this this dad is surprisingly nice. You don't picture dads, especially in like a swamp in the early 90s, like being nice guys. For some reason, this dad is like a nice guy. Yeah. And the mom has to, like, wear the pants in the family. And she, and this is, like, a part of the dialogue. And we get it, and there's, like, a good art. And, and when you say wear the pants, you don't mean it like she's doing the hunting and all that kind of stuff, and they're, like, No, but, like, role. the bringing up, like... She, she, yeah, she's more... Uh, she's the disciplinarian. Yes. Which, I mean, moms can be, and dads are no, known of course, to, like... of course, of you course. Know. But I know what you're saying. I know You're saying that mm-hmm. in the frontier lifestyle, and we've seen so many things where it's, like... The, the the caring mom and like the they're their mom and the dad's like yeah. you gotta be a man son you know, <laughs> that, that sort of thing yeah. and while he still wants to make his son a man yeah. the dad's definitely more the, more the affectionate parent totally yeah and Hugs. she's more the rough and tumble yeah like make sure to hug his son and give him yeah, some, yeah. exactly so well, I definitely know what you're saying did you recognize the kid from anything uh no what, what's he from there was one I'm like I number one number one these. good like decent child actor yeah like I'm definitely I don't look I, this stuff I'm, up because I like when you give me the nuggets yeah here. this kid I was just like he's so from I totally so I mean I didn't like recognize off like versus like first episode triple bogey I was like that's the girl from Home Alone yeah that this one good. I had to look up and I'm like I know I recognize him from something it was one thing he's like the goon kid from the real baseball team in Sandlot. Oh, okay. he's the one that like has the whole thing with like the Hambino. Yeah, yeah. Of just like you play baseball like a girl, and he gets all offended. This oh, is the wow. same. So he okay. was like a jerk in that movie. Okay. Good kid in this. That's movie. a good call. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. So bad. Back to Slewfoot. Yeah, back to like, Slewfoot. There's this epic fight, right? Well, there's the first one. The first fight. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's crazy. And so they go out to hunt Slewfoot after he kills the sow. Yeah, it's rainy. It's gross, and they bring like three dogs with them. Yeah, these dogs kind of become pivotal. Uh, one of the dogs sees the bears and like whips out, whips out, yeah. just like turns I don't blame around. It. And, they and then get there's cl- like two beagle dogs. Though. Yeah, they're like hunting Hound. dogs. Yeah. They're like hounds. Yeah, they get close to the bear, and the fire. The father has a shot, and the gun doesn't work. Like twice, yeah. right? And so, <laughs> on cue, dog. Oh yeah! Wow, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, for a real <laughs> Henry, come here, come here. Enough. Ridiculous. We're going to put you in the hamper. Yeah, so the dogs, and then there's the main dog. I think its name is Julie, and it's like Julia. The fa- it's like a big, you know, it's the it's his father's dog. Yeah, Julia. Julia. And Julia gets, I thought, I didn't think it was going to survive. I thought we were going to get a dog death, which brings me to yeah, tears. Yeah, so the guns don't work, so Julia's like, I'm going to go kill this bear. Yeah, I guess. Cause Does not it's, it's an old gun, and it's raining out, so the gun, like, misfires, and, uh, yeah. So the dog gets hurt, and they have to retreat, and Slewfoot gets away. But then on the s- they go out again, and that's when uh, the dad gets bit by a rattlesnake. Yeah, but before that, right, remember, like, I, I just wanted to get in the, the dynamic back to the mother, because they bring Julia back, yeah, and she does not care that the dog is hurt. She's yeah. more upset. Like, in this... And I think it's even mentioned later in the movie. In this film... And she should understand because she was all upset about the pig. Well, yeah, in this film, he kind of says, like, dogs are a man's thing to his son. It seems like she cares about the farm animals but hates the dogs. I kind of like that he also has, like, a a female dog. Yeah, so it's kind of, like, equal there, I guess. two bitches in his life. (laughs) Wah, wah. 
Um, so, so they're kind of nursing the dog back to health. He brings the dog inside, and the yeah. mother's all upset about that. Yeah. Like, why is the dog inside the house? And yeah. this kind of foreshadows later the deer. Yeah, and then the father. Yeah, uh, but before, remember, before we get to the rattlesnake scene that you bring up, mm-hmm. we meet Philip Zimmer Hoffman. Yeah, so that's, like, again, like you said, he's in a, a decent amount. So the first time we meet him... The father, they have neighbors. So, yeah, so he basically says, I need to get a good gun if I want to kill this bear. So they have this neighboring clan Mm -hmm. of just, like, hick folk who do moonshine. One, and we meet the one family member first because he's, like, in the beginning of the film with Jody, right? Oh, the crippled boy, yeah. Yeah, there's a crippled boy. There's a crippled boy that becomes Jody's friend. I think he's a little slow in the head, yeah. And, like, definitely, yeah. But, uh, yeah, something happened to him that he got, like, injured as a kid and probably, like, hit his head. I feel like Yeah, and, you know, of... like, conjuring medicine as yeah, well. Exactly. Like, maybe he could have been saved easily with something. Yeah. But he, he, he tames animals. He collects animals. Yeah. Jody's mother has never, like, really let him have a wild animal. But this guy has, like, the cripple has, like, a skunk and, like, yeah, a raccoon everything. and, like, an eagle. Yeah. Just, like, all these animals that he traps him. And he's just... He has a way with the animals, and Jody, you could tell, has always like envied him, despite him being like a crippled boy. Yeah. He's envied that uh, lifestyle in terms of just being one with the animals. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go to uh, the house of this family, and, and, the, and he plans on the father plans on trading. He traded the coward dog, right? Yeah. So he he, he trades the cowardly dog for like a good gun, mm-hmm. um, and then we see Philip Seymour Hoffman there, and. He's just one of the brothers, right? Yeah, how about we play? We'll play a little clip. This here goes down good <laughs> with a tall tail. <laughs> how about that accent? So, this is a new Philip Seymour Hoffman for us, right? It's not New York, it's not LA, it's not like a city character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not a prep school boy. He's just like Hillbilly. a country. Bumpkin, yeah, a Florida. I can only think swamp of man. one other time he does an accent like this is a Cold Mountain. Cold Mountain, yeah, that's true. We might see another one that we haven't seen. True, but this is like early career first. He's venturing out here. Yeah, he's being something no, and he, com- completely and he really, out of type. I mean, whatever. It's a TV movie, but as far as like his acting, like he does a great job, and he does like it's a. I think it's a really solid accent. You know, what actually, kind of help. Not that he's like. I'm not trying to be mean towards people, you know, the South or whatever, but you know how, like, he played, like, like the dumb bully in uh, My Boyfriend's Back? Yeah. There's a little bit of that, like, slack-jawedness to him here. Yeah, but it's still, he give even at that character, who's just, like, a caricature more than a character, yeah. character and I wouldn't say this one's the same, but he always gives a dignity to the role in terms of it feels real. If this was the only movie I'd ever seen him in, I wouldn't think, oh, this is a New York actor who's just mailing in this TV yeah. movie role. I'd feel like he was from there. Totally. I mean, and and I really, I kind of like the, I like his uh, character in this film. He has, he's actually like a good guy. Yeah, his he ends up being a, a good guy. You never, you don't realize it. His brother's a real jerk, and yeah. and you could tell that from from moment one. Films are often you're not sure, but he never shows us bad. He just seems like. You don't know if he's going to be more loyal to his family at one point mm-hmm. or to just being a good guy, but he ends up being like a good guy, right? Yeah. So his father trades the gun. Yeah, they go out again to try, because this time uh, she got a calf or something like that. Something? Yeah, a calf gets... More livestock. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Her livestock keeps getting attacked, yeah. and they're like, oh, he's a killer. He's a bad bear because he doesn't eat. Yeah, he just knows where, like, you know, the open buffet is. Yeah, he's so I don't blame he, him. So he just eats, but he doesn't, do he doesn't eat the full cow. Yeah, he's a cow. Yeah, honestly, I laughed. They almost treated it like it reminded me of, like, Jaws. Like, this is a rogue. Yeah, man. no, this no, like, but you are absolutely right. It, that's how they definitely treat it. Like, she's a killer. She doesn't, you know, she kills for sport, like, not for food. But they go out, and then the dad trips, and then... Like, Jody almost gets bitten by the snake or something like that. Yeah, so so it, they're kind of like humdy-dum, you know, yeah. and the dad trips, and a rattlesnake bites the father. Yeah, in the arm. And you, you honestly, you think he's going to die. I, yeah, exactly. This film is... It's, like, so, very intense, especially yeah. for kids. But then right away, like, I was so confused, like, kind of by, like, the dialogue, because dad's just like, oh, you got it, like, you first... He's just, like, talking all <laughs> yeah, over, and, like, yeah. I don't know, he's just, like, really all <laughs> over the place. But then there's a doe right there, 
And then still, I'm like confused because yeah. I don't. I'm not like we're not. No, no. He tell and but Jody's confused as well because he tells yeah. Jody to shoot the deer. He's, he's like, like, what? He's like, like are what? you crazy? Is this yeah. the first time? Like, like I've never shot a deer. So this is this is big. The yeah. father has never let him kill an animal. Yeah. Like uh, for some reason, like he just. He 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 says it later that he didn't want him to kind of be a man yet. He kind of wanted to be a man like on his yeah. own terms. Again, not like a f- thing I'm expecting from a father back then. No, no, and, and so but Jody's forced to kill this doe. You I know, you're totally, supposed to shoot bucks, right? Like, yeah, I totally thought that it was gonna be that like he he knew he was dying, so he, like he wanted to make sure his son could like kill something before he died. But he <laughs> no, ends no, no, up actually, I thought that too. Yeah. But then, like, and that's why I included it in the synopsis. So, like, there's this old school trick. Like, I, right away, I was just like, oh, they don't know yet. You're supposed to, like, suck the venom out. But he does do that. But then they toss, what, the liver on it? Yeah, he, and then parts he, of the he heart? kills the deer, and he's like, find me the liver. Find yeah, me the liver. Cut out the liver. And, and pff, the kid knows where a freaking deer liver is. I mean, yeah. I guess that's frontier mm-hmm. living, right? And some fava beans. <laughs> and he grabs the liver, and, like, the... And I actually looked this up, and there is like old like Native American legends, or it's possibly true. Look, the liver does process things. Well, right? that was the whole thing. Like once, they, like he said that, I was just like, I didn't bother looking it up, but I just know the general function of a liver. Yeah, so I'm like, so... oh, I guess that works. Like I didn't doubt their. I'm I'm gonna get bitten by a snake someday. I'm gonna be like, yeah. someone give me their liver. <laughs> like <laughs> what? <laughs> and then even pieces of, like parts of the heart. I guess it's so fresh. Maybe it, like pump like i don't know but it's to get the venom out and then they, yeah. like i said he does do that but then he runs to the neighbors again the neighbors right? again and basically the jerk brother doesn't yeah. want to help him well because he knows by that point they were kind of tricked by the dog it was a yeah, dog it, it was a crappy dog no and... so that was the dog that was dead he killed that dog right because he was pissed off oh oh you're right yeah so they go to the neighbors you know, for help, and this is where the jerk brother, right? Yeah, and there's an earlier scene where we see that that dog that he got, I guess it was a crappy dog, and he killed the dog, and he kind of dropped it on their Yeah, doorstep. I mean, the dad did try to pull a fast one on him, but, like, wh- why don't you just keep it as a pet then? Yeah, something? I don't know. And he also stole some of their sheep or something, right? Or goats? Yeah. The, just... the, there's a, the, this guy's a jerk. Like, yeah, but Phillips from Hoffman, and then, uh, so his name, his character's name is Buck. Buck, like we yeah. There's a Buck in this movie. His name is Buck. I don't have the other brother's name, but he's, like, the typical, like, overweight, like, fat, yeah. like, country, <laughs> southern bumpkin, bumpkin kind of guy. kind of brother. And so they're the ones that are just like, yeah, we'll go help you. Yeah, they, go, they come to help yeah. Jody's father, where the jerk brother kind of just wants him to die. Yeah. Um, and they get there, and basically, if it wasn't for them, he he would have died. Yeah, and they even stay at the house. They stay overnight. Yeah, so they bring the doctor. They bring a doctor there, mm-hmm. and a doctor kind of is like nursing uh, at night. He's trying to. He yeah. says if if Jody's father makes it to the morning. Yeah, if he's alive in the morning. He'll be. He'll. he'll he won't die. He won't die. And, and it's good and, that he's like sweating because you're sweating it out. And, and Buck, like Philip Hoffman, and the brother, like you said, stay there. And when they wake up, they're they've. They figure they're there to, to dig him a ditch, right? Yeah, that's he, what he they, says. That's he a good clip. That. We should play that. Yeah. Doxus pasta made it. Oh, no. I, I woke up uh, fixing to help bury him. Oh, death. Oh, death. Got to wait a while on me. I'll do the farmer, Paul. Don't you worry. I'll stay and work the corn and such. Nice to be beholden to you. There ain't too many of us shifting for a living out here, ma'am. I'd be a poor man doing a hot stuff. I'm much obliged. Gotta love these clips, people, when we're given a meaty roll of Phillips who are yes, often. We want to finally. Yeah, right? <laughs> so he makes it to the morning, basically, and that's one of the times that we see Jody start to become a man, essentially. Yeah. And the father, when he wakes up, basically tells Jody that, like, Jody feels bad for shooting the the doe, mm-hmm. and he saw that the doe had a yeah. When he child, was just uh, about to run to the neighbors, he yeah. saw the fawn there. The fawn, and the father lets him basically. He says, if he, basically, if he could find the fawn, he could keep it as a pet. Yeah. The mother is not happy, but which again, I get it. Don't keep a deer in the house. But on the other hand. He just saved his father's life. Yeah, it's a little, like, I mean, I even, like, I get it, you don't want to have, like, a deer in the house, like, especially once it becomes full size, like, that's a big animal, because it's a buck, it's going to turn into a buck. It's a male deer. Yeah. 
So And she says I like you want a ten point deer in the house. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I don't blame her in that sense, but it should have been kept in like the same little stable area as like the livestock. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so this is where we get into like the main meat and potatoes of the film. Which is the yearling. Which is yeah, which <laughs> where we where we get our title from. So he gets the deer, right? What he does he name the deer? Well, we'll get to it because it has to do with the crippled boy. Ah. So he, he traps the deer kind of he lures it in he brings it home so jody decides to go with buck to show off his new deer to the cripple boy and this is also the first time that buck sees it because this is buck's brother and unfortunately another death in here yeah Yeah. he died he died the same night as the father yeah which kind of sucks i don't know they didn't really address this but there's pretty much like one doctor in this area yeah and he treated the father and he didn't treat the cripple boy. I thought this was going to be like a turn for Philip Seymour Hoffman's character. Yeah, I did too. But, but you it know just what? shows his like merit and his like. Yeah, they didn't know. And honestly, he knew his brother was like ill. Exactly, exactly. But it's it's sad. Jody's really upset. And he goes out and he frees all that. Yeah, he frees all his animals like kind of symbolically, but yeah. r- really too, he frees them all. I don't know if all of them are going to survive. And I was thinking like, there's like he has like a fox and stuff. He's like predators. Yeah. And he has prey animals. He's yeah. He's going right there. That's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's neither here nor there. He frees all the cripple boys' animals. Yeah, just like predators and preys running out into a little patch together. And basically, the mother of Buck and the cripple boy and this whole family is like really. She knows that, like the cripple boy loved Jody, mm-hmm. so she asks Jody to wait at the house, like with the body, and it's kind of like a sad moment. And the day after, they're all having like dinner together, and she says that. He was so excited to meet the deer. He had heard that he got the deer, the cripple boy, yeah. and that he had decided that the deer should be named Flag for some reason. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, Jody would kind of be a jerk if he was like, well, I want to name him Roger. That's or a something. stupid name. Yeah. I'm not naming <laughs> a stupid deer Flag. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> um, so he named, he ends up naming him Flag in honor of his friend. and his past friend. He doesn't, he doesn't call him Flag too much in the movie. No. But it is like a nice gesture there, that's for sure. Come here, boy. Okay, so after this, I, I don't know if you noticed this, Kyle, but we're, they, they, he goes back. This is an episodic film, like a lot of films uh, uh, based on novels are. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed this. In, in the written-up summaries everywhere, it says this takes place after the Civil War. But yeah. you correctly said that it takes place in the 20s, because if you pan to the graves... So so Jody has... Yeah, like we said, like I said, he's a lone surviving child. He's, he's yeah. one of four. He's one of four, and, and all his other siblings are dead. And you clearly see the graves marked, like, 1915. Yeah. And the, with the last one being 20s, that's why we approximate this in the 20s. Yeah, but on both IMDb, Wikipedia... Because the original like, version, uh-huh. the father is a Confederate veteran, and I'm sure they wanted to like, take, uh, that, take that yeah. out. I don't know if they had to change the year that much. I'm not sure. I haven't read the book. There might be more like Civil War themes that they wanted to eliminate. There was, I mean, there wasn't much per se. He said he was a veteran, right? Like, yeah. At, at one point, but maybe like World War One or something. Maybe like the Spanish. It's maybe Spanish-American War. Imagine if he was one of the Rough Riders. Oh, that'd be cool. Teddy Roosevelt's <laughs> Rough Riders. Now, now this is a completely different film. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I I mean I haven't read the original. I imagine you know like, I mean any movie when it's just like ooh I see what they did there or obviously it goes I don't read much so I'm assuming literature, it was probably like a big deal that you had this kind father because I read like that was like a similar thing like the characters are you know pretty much the same but it just takes place different time yeah yeah it's it's pretty similar it's supposed to be pretty similar to the book I think that the author of the book she wanted to show that even there's like a lighter side you know to like yeah everyone in the confederacy was bad probably or something like that yeah yeah but you know like that kind of TV movie oh no TV movie in the early 90s yeah exactly and honestly it probably makes it more of a period piece and more expensive I think that probably plays That's a good point. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Because there wasn't, like, much that made me go, oh, this is a certain year. No, exactly. Besides, like, the The wardrobe. The thing thing about, like, country tales, I guess, is that not much changes in the country, and that's the thing. So it could take place in a number of years, and we'd be like, oh, okay. I thought at first maybe it was also, like, I mean, I saw the gravestones, but when I was watching, I'm just like, this could be technically like depression era too. Like, yeah, I mean, 30s. as long as they're not wearing bonnets or like pilgrim yeah. outfits, like you kind of <laughs> like you have like a hundred year period where it could yeah. take place, and that's fine. 
Swampy Florida, though, it takes place where <laughs> Disney World is now. It's yeah, yeah, and then that's how it ends, actually. Yeah. Spoiler, guys. They just yeah. level it to build Disney World. <laughs> All the animals, you just see them getting rolled over. Rolled over and turned into animatronic yeah. animals. It's Jody is, Jody's it, last it, name. It's a small world, after all. Jody's last name is Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how. This is the Walt Disney story. Yeah, this <laughs> is the young we learn. He just, we just see him at the end. He draws a deer, and he's like, I like drawing yeah. animals. And he's and a that's pet Bambi. mouse. Yeah, yeah. That's Bambi. This is the, yeah. This, this is like you this know Bambi spinoff. You know like Finding Neverland and yeah. like what's the other one with like uh saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. This is this is the Bambi one. Yeah, this is the Bambi one. <laughs> no, 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 guys. Now now we're completely off the train here. <laughs> Regardless, so the film takes place in the 20s. Yeah. Um but again, it's the, it's that timeless sort of frontier feel. Mm-hmm. Next scene or next episode, we'll say, cuz like I said it's pretty episodic, is that whole hurricane thing. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, so. that's crazy, and that looked cool actually. That's like for this TV movie, like actually looked like a hurricane. They just like went out there and filmed like a storm. Probably it's Florida, you know, probably <laughs> happens every half hour. <laughs> so uh, th- there's a hurricane, and it ru- completely ruins their corn crop. Yeah. So this is a family, like, like I mean, that's why it was also felt like they're just. They kind of like live like you know crop by crop, animal by like every one little thing changes their whole year for them. Like from like you, I mean you learn that in a way of the mom has reused her like wedding dress as like a fancy dress. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. And which is brings us to kind of the next scene. First of all, the father's a huge optimist. You know, yeah. The cold corn crop crop gets destroyed, and basically, the mother says. Like, oh, we're screwed. You know, yeah. this is her attitude the entire time. We're screwed. Yeah. And the father's like, we'll just plant another one. Mm-hmm. If we get another corn crop, we'll be okay. Yeah, exactly. So they go into town, right? I think they go to get more seed or something. or get, Something like that. Get, they get other stuff. And he kind of announces, like, by Christmas that he wants to go to the Christmas dance in town. And they're yeah. like, yippee. Even the mom's excited about yeah, it. Yeah, she's really excited. This is where you mentioned the wedding dress. Yeah, so she has a dress that she wants to, like, add a certain linen on to. Yeah, because, I mean, it's from her wedding. Like, yeah. Whatever that was. But, um, and then they want to get Jody a pair of shoes. But even then, like, in that realm, like, I get, like, I would have been, like, like, I'm not buying a kid a new pair of nice shoes because he's going to outgrow them. Like, <laughs> That's true, too. And I don't think they value shoes too much in this community, even yeah. in quote-unquote town. But they want to have, like, a nice thing for, like, there's going to be a dance on, like, Christmas. Yeah, there's a Christmas dance, and they ha- they want to get to this dance. And they go into town, right, and there's yeah. that one scene with the little girl. Yeah, Jody has, like, Jody shows zero interest in uh, in girls. And, and, yeah. But the mom, like, says, like, you know, she's, like, trying. She, like, ha- that's, like, her, like, one of her few nice moments. Her sunnier moments, Yeah. Yeah. That she's just like, oh, you see that girl? Like she was, she was looking at you. He's like, oh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't even see, I didn't even see. Yeah, he, and the girl is looking at him. It's not like yeah. something the mom invents, and he kind of just ignores it, kind yeah. of purposely. Ignores yeah, he kind of like walks away from her or something. We've like all that. been at that stage, I think, a little bit. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, another I like. So there's this foreshadowing moment in this store because the girl is the daughter of like this shopkeeper, right? Uh-huh. They bring uh, some pelts, and he's like, "Ah, these pelts are only going to get you this, they're going to get you that. Yeah. And he's like, you know what I'm really looking for? He's like, deer pelts. Uh, he's like, everyone's coming at, at, up for deer uh, pelts. And right there, I think the mom's like, oh, I want to kill this deer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, this deer's pelt will be, be because much better than... How you describe, like, the, the, the dress that she wants to get repaired, she basically can't get it repaired. Yeah, or, like, they what she wants, yeah. she's going to do, like, something, like, a simple thing to make it a little different, but, clear, like, the other thing would add, like, fabric to it, that it would look like a new dress, but it would just be, like, you know, you wouldn't have to add, because, you know, those dresses were, like, thicker then, she just needs to, she was just going to get something that would just, like, put, like, f- fringes on it and stuff. Yeah, like frills, just a little, little touching. A little you know? flavor. So, I mean... She wants to look good for a man, I don't blame her. <laughs> you know? They go back, right, they yeah. plant, they planted the corn... Things are looking up here. Yeah. The bear attacks again. And they're like, we going hunting. Yeah. You know, we're going hunting. Yeah, we're going to finally get this thing. So Jody and Pa go out. And then Jody trips. This family trips. <laughs> yeah, this is like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> but he just, then so again, he this decides, is a swamp, but yeah. it can't be the easiest to walk But he decides to go a different way and comes face to face with... 
Slewpaw? <laughs> Slewfoot. Slewfoot. Come on, the evil Slew-paw. bear. The... It sounds like, you know, like, <laughs> he's like a hip-hop bear. <laughs> That's his rap hip-hop name. Hip-hop Hank, hip-hop bear. Yeah. He's got like, a name, no. Kyle. Yo, what's up? I'm Slewfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Respect his given name. God gave him that name. God didn't give his name. Yes, in the Florida swamps. Oh, you better believe God gave him that name. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Slewfoot. That's the voice you expect him to have, right? Yeah, Lord, Lord have, have mercy. mercy. I am Slewfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless. So Jody comes face to face with him, and that, and you're like, oh man, like even the dog gets like swatted away again. Yeah, this is like, you're just this, like is another this is epic not going to be fight. good. This is a movie of epic bear fights. Yeah, like I'm pretty like it was a okay. Can I just say like I thought like the bear in this is like better than like the CGI bear that they did in the Academy Award winning film The Revenant. Wow, really? Yeah. Well, I think that you could probably do more with bears back then. That now yeah, they, but it was really like a real trouble. bear and the moment that they had a puppet, like it was fine. Like, you know, it's like one of those moments when they do like the close-up so you just see like more like fur and like a little bit of something. Yeah. Like it was pretty, it was good. Mm-hmm. And No, I thought it was good. I and then it was really good. Pa comes up and shoots Slewfoot. Yep, Pa finally dead. got him. And then I really got, got nervous. This film has me. It, I, I'll give it to this film. It has me on the edge of the seat. He goes up to it. I'm like, give it a freaking headshot, man. I thought Slewfoot <laughs> was gonna come up and claw Pa or like bite him. It just this film has like a edge on your edge of your seat. Two weeks ago, you wanted Michael Madsen to get a headshot, and I think you were right. Yeah. And now you want the bear. This bear is the Michael Madsen of the film. Totally. <laughs> Michael Madsen did the puppetry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So so you're right. And then Yeah, luckily, but he is but he is luckily dead. Luckily the bear is dead. And then obviously this bear it's you know, it's a big old grizzly bear. Which I don't know if grizzlies are I think black bears. I don't think bear. it's a grizzly, right? I think it's like they slang it as a grizzly, but I don't think it's anatomically a grizzly. I don't think grizzly bears live in Florida. Well that's what I'm saying. Like it was a grizzly bear in the movie. It's like a brown bear in the movie. Like the the animal that they have. I'm not. I'm not Dwight Schrute from The Office. I no, I definitely. T- I yeah. can't tell you like. Uh, That's the it's bear bl- black species. bears like live down there. Yeah. No. It's definitely not. It wasn't that, the proper. Bear. That's probably like one of the famous Hollywood bears. There's like sure. a couple of famous Hollywood bears that they yeah. train, and it's probably I don't original Doctor Doolittle. No, this is the '80s. Never mind. <laughs> but um, regardless, um, the bear's dead, and yes. then we. It's this too heavy causes, to carry. This causes some very good Buck Philip Zimmer Hoffman scenes with this yeah. bear so like you said it's too heavy to carry they run into the brothers yeah they're walking out to the road and what do they have it's, the, it's all three brothers and they're I think they have a wagon full of shine right moonshine. yeah that's the whole thing they also do moonshine like that's they're, their they're, main they're rum runners here yeah. they're moonshine runners so yeah that would, I guess that would prohibition's make, going on yeah right? I would guess that would make the 20s connection more real yeah. just connecting that now me and you <laughs> yeah 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 but yeah, so they run into the brothers, and of course the jerk brother like wants nothing to do with it, and doesn't even doesn't believe him at first, and then just even then like, uh, Buck, you know Philip Seymour Hoffman's character, and then the like fat one are just like, yeah, we'll go help you, and so they go in and they I guess they skin the bear, and I don't know what they do with the bear meat. Yeah, I'm but, not sure, but they probably eat it. But like they, so. they don't believe it, and when they see it, they're just like. They're just so happy. Like yeah. everyone's happy for Jody's dad. Oh, and that's a big thing. So the mom thinks they're gonna because this is Christmas. I guess Christmas Eve or Christmas, and she thinks they're gonna miss like the dance in town. And then Phil Hoffman goes in and is like wearing or dancing with I, people. Maybe I'll I'll try to grab like uh like I, a picture and put it on the yeah definitely get a picture Facebook. of this bear dance scene. Yeah. So but before that, right? Like I guess with the bear money. Yeah. The dad buys the mom a nice dress. No, he did a shoot. No, it was before that. It was before that. Okay. Yeah. I don't he know what money. Her. I don't know what money he got it. So the mom has a dress. They're all down at this dance. He just spent money that they didn't really couldn't really afford spending. <laughs> so. So the guy's a nice guy. What a nice guy. So, so the mom has a date. Jody doesn't have a date, but he, you know he sees the like the blonde girl. Yeah. And Philip Seymour Hoffman's date, like you said. The skin of the bear. Yes, he just walks in with a bear Slurfoot carcass skin and starts dancing. Yeah, it's glorious. Love it. He, he's amazing. Like he just, <laughs> he, it's it's great. And this is uh, so it's like you know you have like mo- you have let's see, the slewfoot, you have the rattlesnake, and then the other big thing in this film, before our finale, is the jerk brother. Jerk brother, we'll call and him. So he's drunk. He's a jerk in general. 
He's drunk. I think he's embarrassed because it was a big thing. Like Slewfoot is like he's notor- legendary. He's even notorious. in a town, even in town, yeah, people are a little bit more civilized, yeah. you know, in town, and they're like they can't believe that Slewfoot's yeah. been killed. It's kind of like, is it really that hard? You have a whole town that wants to kill a bear. Look, there's not much that goes, goes on in this town. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a nice legend to have. <laughs> Regardless, like you said, Jerk Brother comes into this dance all drunk. He asks this random woman to dance, but I think she's married. Yeah. The husband says, like, no. They get into a fight. Yeah, and so then um, Jody's, you know, dad. Jody's dad like goes in there just to kind of break it up, and then Jerk Brother puts his attention on the dad and he's he just like him. he's kind of like letting him like hit him and stuff like that and he's getting the brother you know jerk brother's getting some good hits in then jody you know you know like i'm um young man moment jumps on him but gets like pushed back like two or three times and even then finally the mom <laughs> yes the mom i forgot about yeah this. pulls a shotgun out shoots the ceiling yeah it's like come on these are people fighting here don't yeah. pull a gun out so this is the kind of this is a strong female character she is she is I don't know. There's not another woman to really no, talk to. No, no, we're to. not. We're not. We're not going to get every episode. Realm. We're going to get the realm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here. But, but she, no, she is strong. She pulls out the gun, kind of stops the fight, but mm-hmm. it causes this whole other. Yeah, like the you know the jerk brother like says like oh this you're gonna have your woman finish your fights for you and then the dad gets a hit in but pretty much like well it's funny because the dance goes on after this because yeah, I feel like it was backwards but the dessert table's ruined yeah they ruined the I was like no yeah. like you look the, the cripple boy dies the dog dies but and when that dessert, dessert table, table goes oh my god I bawled yeah. I cried I wanted some early <laughs> 1900s desserts yeah like I don't know I think they put possum and things I didn't yeah. think about that but like yeah, you know, possum, southern like possum custards jelly. and yeah, custards. maybe like a key lime pie maybe from the keys I don't know yeah, you know that'd be that great Regardless, uh, tune into our uh, next podcast, yeah. Southern <laughs> Southern Baked Goods. Yeah, podcast. Southern Baked Goods, early turn of the century, Southern Baked Goods. Mm. Mm. Sorry, I just went to like a food <laughs> fantasy. It's kind of like dinner time here, yeah. just FYI. Yeah, we haven't had dinner yet, <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, what's honestly? Well, basically, what's jerk, the big thing after that? Jerk brother plots his revenge, right? Yeah. He he takes. A spoke or something out of the wagon? Something. Like some screw out of the wagon. Necessary part of the wagon. But it's funny, it's like a time bomb, right? Yeah. It's nothing that's going to affect him now, but it's something that's going to randomly affect him later that he yeah. just happens to know is like a flaw in the mechanics of his wagon. He takes like a the, like a nail out of it yeah. or something. It's like a wooden spoke or something. Yeah, I don't know. A lugged wooden <laughs> A lug nut, nut perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so the, the next big thing to happen is that they're on the farm... Things are going pretty good, right? Yeah, it's, we're like, oh, happy, happy country yeah, life. Happy we finally got the deers growing up. Yeah. We haven't touched on, on the yearling yet, Flag. He's a year-ish, not a yearling. And he's doing his, like, he does mischief occasionally. The mom, like, gets mad at him. But, like, any dog, you know? Yeah. Like, he, he's, like, he's Jody's dog, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Jody a, wants a dog. He wants a hunting dog. Yeah. That's his big thing. His mo- Your mom's always going to get mad at you and your dog, you know? Does something in the yeah. house or something? You so know, why not yeah. a deer as well? So so it's it's kind of the hijinks are at that level at this point. Yeah, but then I guess then the brilliant plot of the yeah. uh, jerk brother happens and the wagon starts rolling and they're trying to stop it and like they're a little successful and then it starts rolling again and then paused foot gets run over and gets broken. <laughs> so yeah, it's again it just. This is, I don't know if this is in the book, but this is so, like, convenient. Yeah. How did he know it was going to break at that point and hit Paw? Yeah. How did he know? I think, it, no, it was just, like, obviously hoping for, like, an inconvenience. Well, he got lucky then. He got yeah. really, really lucky. And Paw basically, it sucks because he can't really... Yeah, he can't do... It's a pretty bad broken foot. He can't really do anything anymore. So Jody goes over, and this is... I think we're going to play another clip coming up, people, but Jody goes over, and he confronts him, and Philip Seymour Hoffman... Like, this jerk brother's, like, blood says, like, no, you did wrong. We're supposed to be good neighbors. Yeah, he, yeah, he backs him up, basically. Yeah. Here we go. That's what the boy say, true, Liam. He's a liar. Just like his daddy. But daddy, he never told a lie in his life. And I ain't lying either. I saw you under that wagon. Stealing the hogs bad enough, ma'am. This is more than I can stomach. I'd rather have me, an honest and friendly neighbor, than a sneaky low-down. Turn! Run, brother! Turn! 
boy. Good-hearted man. Hell yeah. Hell Ooh. yeah. Hero. Country hero, you know. There goes my hero. <laughs> Second time I sung it in front of you today. Uh, yes, that is true. <laughs> I don't know, like, I know the Cracker Barrel restaurant and country store did not exist at this time. It did. Like, it, I mean, this family opened it. That was the original. Their house was the original. It's you possible. You see those rocking chairs and chess? I hope so. <laughs> like, this is the vibe you get here, yeah. and Phil Summer Hoffman is the hero of these kind of people. Yeah. I love Cracker Barrels, and I would love to eat at a Cracker Barrel with this character. That'd be fantastic. Right? And some grits. And some grits. Some, mm. well, you know, whatever they we could We keep going to food. Yeah, we're hungry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, re- regardless, right? Philip Seymour Hoffman, before his character, helped uh, sow the fields when the father was hurt. Yes. But they kind of used their last seed on the, the last planting, mm-hmm. right? So this is where the bad thing kind of happens here. Jody is, keeps tending to his father, and he's ignoring Flag a little bit. Yeah. Flag is not allowed in the house anymore for various reasons, because mm-hmm. he just misbehaves. And then finally he wakes up one morning. Flag. Is eating a crop. And yep. it's not like he ate a whole bunch of it. No, but he... he but he ate. got, just like the bear, it's kind of like a full circle on like also like having to like kill the bear because the bear found an easy food source. And that's what they recognize. Like wild animals, you know. Yeah. Kind of like the opposite of the T-Rex in Jurassic Park <laughs> where she doesn't want to be fed. She wants to hunt. These guys just want to be fed. And normally, you know, they're used to... Sizzler to Essentially, them. the deer is being trained not to eat on those crops, but... Yeah. But eat those... Southern... Basically, the dad says... the dad, He's tasted the corn now. You eat he, them southern greens. <laughs> and he's never going to go back to not eating yeah. the corn. He's become a it's wild like once animal. once you have bacon. So it's like, he was domesticated, Flag. Yeah. Now he's becoming a wild now animal. He's wild. It's because Jody was honestly becoming a man he was having more responsibility in his life flag, yeah and he, he couldn't really tend to flag he lost his food virginity flag <laughs> he did <laughs> and now everyone's pissed and it's not like yeah. you can get old philip seymour often to come back and plant this corn again for them because frankly no, they don't have any more yeah exactly. and it's the season's ending so they're kind of screwed there's well, they're screwed if they if they keep flag because it's not. Jody keeps p- trying to plant like in vain. Yeah. But it's just like not going to happen. Because basically, the dad tells them, the mom tells them. Yeah. They need to get rid of flag. So, and how? And how? Shoot him. Apparently, I would be like, can we just drive him to like another county or something? Yeah, exactly. Just bring him back. I don't want to. Like, oh, this is like I'm like. This no. is the old yeller moment. This is the these are the old yeller moments. Yeah, so he goes out. He doesn't want to do it, obviously. And he, well, he he chased him off, right? Or does he walk him out? He kind of walks him out, and he, he chases him, him off, out. and it's yeah. like you know that movement, like just fend for yourself, fend for yourself. But he, you know, he knows that's not going to happen. Yeah. So then he comes back, and then Flag shows up again. Yeah, because I mean, he knows where the food. Well, Flag is. gets back to the farm before he does. Yeah. There's a gunshot in the distance, and man, mom had to do it. Moms always make the most difficult decisions. Yeah. So she shoots Flag, but she doesn't exactly kill Flag. No. Oh, my God. Which sucks. sucks. That's even worse. Yeah. Oh, and it's so sad. It's so sad. Yeah, it's like, and oh. it, it shows it. That's my dead deer. <laughs> it shows it, too, in this yeah. movie. It's a good deer actor. That deer deserved some awards. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, considering how young it was, yes. Yeah. Regardless... What happens next, right? People wanted the dog from the artist to be nominated. You know, this, this, True. come on, in the Emmys? The Emmys aren't like, you know, they're not the Oscars. So, <laughs> so this deer, Flag the Deer, should have been nominated. Yeah, Golden Globe real. or an Emmy? Golden Globe. Gold, Golden Globe for sure. The yeah. Hollywood Foreign Press would probably eat this up. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended with the deer eating the crown. I was so laying of low hanging fruit, I didn't even intend <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. All right. <laughs> All no, right. that penalty just, here. Yeah. <laughs> You're on notice. You should put oh, no! yourself on notice. No! Put yourself on notice for that. Do I say... Oh, dear. Yeah, do, <laughs> Come I say on. Ki- do I say my name or do I say, like, you, I? Say Kyle. Kyle, I'm on notice. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
We laugh, but this is the really sad part. Yeah. Jody basically has to shoot. Yeah. His like, friend I just, flag. Like, yeah. Because what? He's going to watch his, his dear friend be like that in, in misery? Yeah. It's, it's not just, like Old Yeller. Where, no. Yeah. Where it's like. This rabid. Dude, rabid. It's like, this is no longer my dog. Yeah, that. this is no longer the dog I knew. This yeah. dog is a mean dog. This is just like, I mean, sure, it was eating the crops, but it was still like a lovely deer that like came up to him and was all like cuddly and everything. Yeah, this is basically. I don't know. I mean, he. he it's tough. I don't know what I would... I would have definitely shot the deer at this point. Yeah. Though, I'll be honest with you guys, and we have friends who... Parents are hunters. Yeah. Um, friends who love venison. Yeah, Autumn and Dan, you'd turn these into <laughs> cheese-filled uh, venison sausages in a second. I, I'm i not. Uh, I'll be the first to admit it here. I've never gone hunting. I don't know if I could shoot a deer. No, like, I can't. Anything that has, like, personality. Yeah, exactly. And again, me... Like, I work with animals. Um, I... I love animals, and I can't imagine just, like, killing an animal. Yeah. Look, and call me a hypocrite all you want. I'm not a vegetarian. So you are allowed yeah. to call me a hypocrite. And I know that I'm not the one shooting those animals. And you could say to me that that's, that's wrong to let somebody else shoot the animal, and then I eat it. I get it. I know I'm a hypocrite, but I'm sorry. I don't know if I could shoot a deer. But even in this case, I don't know if you agree, you have to just end this deer's life mm -hmm. because of just mercy killing here. Totally. It's a mercy kill. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. I don't know your feelings on that. No. I mean, no. Once, I mean, like, I would have, it's not like they have a car, but in, like a modern one, it's like I would have like driven him like to a different pasture. Yeah, yeah, no, we, like we would have done that. I think yeah. we're in agreement that. But, like, this is not no, how once, people no, live anyway. The, you don't just, like, let it die. And, but, it cut, wait. He doesn't... Does he shoot it? Or does it die? No, he shoots it. Yeah, he sh yeah. It's pretty clear. Well, kind of... I feel, I kind of felt like I heard it give its last breath and then he, like, shoots it just to make I mean, sure. it's possible. The point, yeah, he gets his... He does make the decision, though, yeah. to, to put it out of its misery. And then he stays out there and doesn't come home. Yeah, he kind of runs away. Yeah. And then I thought, like, you know, because this, mo this movie does, like, keep, like in the lamest, not lamest, but in the simplest of ways, it does, like, keep you on, like, the edge of your seat. It does. Like, yeah. Definitely if I'm at home in 1994. Yeah. I'm, like, waiting through the commercial break to see so what happens. Yeah, because then, well, this is the whole thing. So then the mom goes out looking for him, and then Jody comes back to the house and, like, you know, like, has kind words with Pa and stuff like that. Because he, he says to his mom, I hope, before he runs off and kills Flag, she's like, I wish it was you instead of him. You should die. Yeah. I, I wish you were dead. I think we all... a movie where, like, different, like, things have died, you know, that's pretty harsh words. I think we've all had moments where we've, like, said something we've regretted to our parents sure. along those lines. Um, but this is, like, super intense. And, and you said the mom... And like you said, the mother goes out and looks for him. And I actually like that moment because she, she puts on, like, Pa's clothes and, yeah. like, his, like, uh, boots and the hat. And she goes out in the swamps and looks for her son. I thought something was going to happen to her. I'm like, no. Yeah, the way this movie was going. Like, Slewfoot, the return of Slewfoot. Yeah. You know, or a bigger one or something. Or, but there's no. alligators out there. They said in the beginning there's bobcats, panthers. Yeah, a lot of animals in the Florida swamp. But this yeah. is like the Everglades here. Yeah. But... I mean, Everything. she just doesn't find him, right? Yeah, she and she back. comes... Yeah, Jody gets back first. Oh, she... Yeah. Shares words, and then she comes back. And he just... You know, Jody is like a man now. He had his little child... Doesn't the man thing of, like, killing it, but then runs away like a child, but then comes back and realizes, like, no, you were right. That was, you know, that was the thing that was supposed to happen, and I, you know, like, I don't yeah, need you. I don't mean that. And he said he ran away, not because of, like, even, you know of her or anything is that he ran away because he just didn't have the courage yeah. to shoot flag and he was kind of embarrassed by that this film has a lot of courageous people in it and, and the learning of courage you know what I mean this is kind of how it ends right yeah uh, it it they kind of end like this just happy family theme country life and he says he wants to get his own dog right yeah he says he wants to get his own dog we do end with Buck we see him again yeah and he basically they're they they're out on a boat because there is some like boating in this. We didn't touch on it. Yeah. Buck and him are out on a boat. Um. In the swamp, well, kind of like his Buck's brother that passed, like how we're introduced in the beginning of the film. Then they're out at the end, and it's just like a nice 
full circle and Puck kind of says thing. he wants to bring him into like the moonshine business yeah <laughs> and Jody kind of like politely says no yeah he just politely says no and, and it says, seems like Buck's gonna be his friend here yeah his friend and just like another certainly his ally yeah like another just like loyal figure in his life cause yeah. Buck stood up to the brother who's definitely like the dominant brother there jerk brother's the dominant brother yeah. I feel like after that Buck becomes the dominant yeah. brother and basically you know for lack of a better term Jody becomes the man of the house there it, it's it's his journey into manhood. It's his journey into adulthood, we'll say. We say manhood because that's just how it was framed at the time. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely, like, adulthood. Yeah, young adulthood and just, like, responsibility. Responsibility. And his father... It's a really... It's... I mean, hey, it comes from Pulitzer, you know, prize And that's material. what I was going to touch on. This is, like... This is one of these things where you can tell. Like, this is... It's just yeah. a classic coming-of-age story. Exactly. And it's not... You know, it's a low-budget kind of TV movie. Yeah. That, but I would totally, I would tell anyone to watch it. Yeah, because when I mean, probably the you've seen the original, but I, I don't know how yeah. much you remember. Probably the original's better because it usually is. Yeah, I would like it would just be like amazing if uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman was like in the original. Yeah, it's sure, Gregory, Gregory, it's Gregory Pack. Yeah, like, you know. but it's one of these things where strong writing and a strong core can really propel. Yeah, just like value, like you don't have to then be like you're. You know, it doesn't visually doesn't have to be stylistic. No, this this is a, a story driven film. Yes, simple as that. Story well written, like really good, like character beats. Back to to uh, podcast ago, the getaway. That's also, you know, that was also a novel. Yeah. That became a film and then became a remake. This one, and again, I haven't seen the original, so correct me if I'm wrong. This one feels like it translates better. And maybe because the original story was better. I hadn't read either books, so I'm just... Yeah, I mean, sure. I'm Like, definitely, you just have much more, like, in the getaway that could have gone more, like, convoluted. Yeah, and again, that's more... That's not a story-driven, that's more action-driven. It's Yeah. It's like... This, while it has, like, action, quote-unquote, scenes, but it's more, like, tense animal fights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's... The core of the story is just like a good story, and I think I said it earlier too, and 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 you agreed, right? That we don't see too many kids' movies that address these like hard adult themes anymore. And Brian, that's why this generation is failing. I mean, <laughs> I, I, it's, possible. it's possible. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. this is not. I feel like we grew. I mean, we didn't have like. I mean, so this was made in the eighties, so sure. It was made in like, the nineties, right? 94. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was made in the yeah, no, it was made in the nineties. But um, it, it, but it's a TV movie. But like, point being, like, you know, we had some good. Like, I feel like the '90s had some of the best like kids movies. But like, this is like this isn't like a kids movie. This is like a. But it was at the especially the original at the time or old Yeller. These were things that were shown to kids. Even Bambi, there's like a serious death in that. Yeah. And there's just not enough. I mean, I, I, I maybe I'm dark or something, but I feel like there's not enough death in kids things well kids need to learn certain values and certain there's certain things that like i mean and it's great because then you have the father character that's like i wanted to keep that from yeah him. and and that's like a nice thing i mean but it's a nice sh- thing to see because yeah. it's realistic yeah full disclosure i don't have a kid you don't have a kid that i know of <laughs> that you know of so so we're not parents so maybe maybe once we become parents if we become Any parents, parents listening in Give us your uh, yeah. You can give sides, us your feedback. Yeah. Tell us we're wrong. Please. But I mean, I I even like growing up watching Mr. Rogers. While it's not as graphic, he addresses death. You know. Yeah. I don't know if any, and I don't have kids, so I don't know. You know, I don't see enough kids movies. But the ones I do see, rarely address death. Some Pixar movies can get into that kind oh, of yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. Animated I, movies have like kind of stepped in. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're stepping it up a little. But again, come on! The first like five, ten minutes of Up. Up, yeah. That, oh my god! That's what I think. Even Finding Nemo. Yeah. You know, so there are films that do address it. So I can't a hundred percent say, oh, nostalgia. Things were better back then. But there's those are also animated films. Yeah. There are not too many re like real life films that do address death these days for kids. But and I think again, if this is based, if this is how the novel goes, because I haven't read it, unfortunately. It kind of made me want to read the novel, but if this is how that goes and how it goes in the novel and stuff and how how the original movie is, it feels pretty realistic. Now, look, I didn't grow up on a Florida swamp. I know you didn't either, 
But couldn't you feel like certain life? Men in high school, you don't know what happens. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. But aren't there certain universal life experiences that come through in this story? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I mean, without getting too specific, that's why I think it just got some core lessons and values. And sure, you're not gonna the every yeah the kid now is not gonna it's not gonna be like oh yeah because that's like I live on a swamp and I want like a dog or, <laughs> or a, a deer or whatever I'm gonna keep a pet deer after my dad's bitten by a snake and I have to cut out its liver but it just like you see that and either it makes you respect something else or it makes you translate it to something you've experienced exactly it translates to these core things that happened to all of us growing up yeah. And it's a good. It's like in the lines of like almost like a fable. Yeah, and that's a good to me. What makes a good coming of age story? I mean, look, I can't tell you last time I said the word fable. <laughs> <laughs> you should join us on our fable podcast where we go over <laughs> so a- many new Aesop's podcasts are coming, yeah. tales of. <laughs> Two more questions I have for you, Kyle. Shoot. First, the deer. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! Cold. <laughs> Did you feel like? Because I know in children's movies, and I know like could be they could be heavily preachy sometimes. Like like I feel like people might get out of this if they haven't seen this movie. Is that it? It might be preachy, but did it feel like cheesy to you at times or? No, I honestly like for a TV movie made in the early '90s. It's a like I guess technically a two times over remake of a Pulitzer winning like prize book. I think it did a solid job. Yeah, I was afraid when I saw this that, oh, we're going to watch this cheesy TV movie yeah. about a little baby deer. Sure, full frame, like, you know, lower end production value. But again, I think it just comes from the material, and then there was solid acting. And I mean, again, it was just like fun to see Philip Smearhoffen play a new character, or the first time he plays a character like this, but it's a rare character he plays. And he just, I'm just, I'm just really, I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to say. The biggest thing here is that it did not come off as like too particularly cheesy. Yeah. So, Philip Smear Hoffman, we, I think we're in agreement that he does an excellent job in mm-hmm. this film. And it's a, another surprising thing. And you can see why he would take on this role, I think. I was like, why would he do a TV movie? He's kind of like building steam here, right? Sure. But maybe, maybe, he, maybe he read the book as a kid. And exactly, was- right? This is like something that clicks. It has those universal themes. That I would click. have loved to have like... If that's true, I just imagined in my head like it was like a formidable book. We like to, because I know his mother raised him, so maybe he had like maybe I don't know. We like to hear hypothesize why Hoffman took on particular roles. Mm-hmm. Later, we'll like know because it'll do like interviews. Yeah, and, like more, so much, especially like the P.T. Anderson films oh, and yeah. stuff. But in, uh, early roles, we kind of like to see. I mean, I, I like I like these early roles because we're like we're learning about him as an actor. He he's growing, but he's also just. He shines. He shines wherever he is. Even in this film, he shines. So last week, we promised you guys that we would have a a contest. Yes, 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 yes. And the contest is related to how we finish the show, because honestly, sometimes it sounds like we're rambling, because we could talk forever, and sometimes we just don't know how to shut up. Tangents and and goodbyes. And and how to finish Reminding you guys to check in with us. We're the kind of guys who say goodbye, and then ten minutes later, we're still talking. Yep. That's the truth. (laughs) So our contest out to you guys is, and you can t- send it to our email, you can send it through uh, Facebook comments, Facebook yeah. Messenger. That's the best way, yeah, definitely. Anywhere. Any way you can get it to us, even if you tell us in person, you bump into us on the street, even though you don't know what we look like, but you stalk us somehow, you're outside Kyle's apartment, and you're there, and you're just like, hey, I got a good idea, fine, we'll accept it. <laughs> Whoever comes up with the best idea for a closing tagline or yeah. a way we can end the show... We'll get a prize. And Kyle, why don't you tell everyone what that prize is? Prize will be a lovely one by sheet of Chris Mangan's original artwork design for our podcast, PSO Love Hoffman Podcast. That beautiful, you've seen it, you know, it's on. Yeah, you can see that on cageclub.me or even our Facebook Facebook page or even, especially, and come on, people, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Yes, on on our iTunes page. On iTunes. And I I love it. He just did a nice, you know, I said, I gave him. A general idea, but he just took it and ran with you, it. You, you were the Medici family, and he was your Michelangelo, right? Like, see, si. <laughs> <laughs> you were his patron. You said you commissioned him for this beautiful artwork, and he did a fantastic job. I want you to make me an original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. 
that's not that's a different kind of family in Italian epic. This we're talking about the Renaissance, not Snap out of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See rambling people, give us something to finish with. Regardless. <laughs> we will uh sign it too. Yeah, sure. Not that it means anything. Not that it means anything, but maybe one well, we day. We appreciate it, so you'll get exactly. our little we'll John sign Hancock it. We'll give you a nice, it. yeah, nice little message. Yes. And like I said, it's beautiful artwork. So anyone who can come up with a great way for us to get out of your lives faster, essentially, <laughs> let us know. All but right. for now, we're just gonna say arrivederci, I guess. <laughs> Ciao. Sayonara. Well, I was going with the Italian theme because we were sticking with that, but well, spaghetti. Sayonara. <laughs> What? <laughs> Spaghetti. Kurosawa. Sheshe. <laughs> Random words in other languages. We bid you adieu. Goodbye. Good, Tune in next goodbye. week. Goodbye. Tune in. Oh, what's, what are we covering next week? What film is it? <laughs> wow. This is why we need a new one, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we are doing a film, a drama starring Andy Garcia. Ooh. Meg Ryan. Andy Garcia. <laughs> Meg Ryan. Andy Garcia. Meg Ryan, Philip Seymour Hoffman, of course. And another movie with a music title. Yes, and please sing us out, Kyle. Sing us out. When a man loves a woman, come up with an end way. <laughs> yes, when come a man up, loves a woman. Come Subscribe, up with follow. Ending to our podcast. Sing. Tune in next week, guys. Tune in next week for P.S. I Love Hoffman. Sexy things, sexy things. I believe in miracles.